is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and inner child healing teacher. And this is a podcast about using magic and energy work as we bravely embrace the full range of the human experience. Hello, hello, hello. Hello and welcome to Magic yes, Monday. That's right. Today is a um, one of our answering questions episodes. Mm-hmm. This year we're we're alternating. Yeah, how we're, we're doing, doing questions it. and then guests. And yeah. today it's questions. Yeah, and today it was interesting because our questions were all about overwhelm you'll hear them soon and we'll, I just think let's tell them top of the hour our next question episode will be well we'll be recording it on February 11th and we're gonna pick a theme this time which is relationship love relationships etc yeah. even if it's a relationship with your cat mm-hmm. why not um, and if you do have a burning question about something else send it along yeah, we'll and we do actually, not all of our questions are about overwhelm today. We do have oh, the phone call true, that is about space clearing. That's true. Good point. Um. Okay, so if you are new to the show, this is where we look at the cards we picked from the week before and talk about how it affected our lives. Although lately, since I've been writing out the energy report every week for Mind, Body, Green, I think I've been more in tune with how that's affected me during the week like I just remember it better because mm-hmm. I never remember the cards what well were I mean the cards? yeah this has been the case for a long time yeah long time listeners know <laughs> that I don't remember the cards. <laughs> Natasha doesn't remember the cards but I also kind of don't remember the energy report usually but <laughs> oh, now yeah I now see. that I'm rem- writing it down it's getting right stuck. I really remembered the energy report this yeah. week because I felt it I mean I'm so glad we talked it through because then it was <laughs> like I had the clear vision of the lightning and the electricity and the need to channel it and ground it and I did extra work I mean I had been feeling that but it was like you put words to it with the energy report that it was so helpful I mean it was wild for me it still Ah. is the week as you record it but the ideas coming through it was yes me too oh my god I felt like I was high almost that the I would I was understanding things on multiple levels like I'd get one piece of information but I could see it from all sides and right. like, it was like in 3D it was like this way this way this way I understand it yeah you too, you too. me too yeah and not only yeah just feeling very clear well I also think it was we talked about this too Uranus going direct mm-hmm. on the 18th I think right. it's still continuing that of this just unsticking of well oh, it's sweat. also yeah sorry I didn't mean it oh no just you. what Go needed ahead. to move what had felt stagnant is now moving yeah well it's squaring the sun this week oh what for is a moment. So- what is that? What's going to happen with that? Well, it's once again, it's interesting because I always do feel into the energy before I read the astrology, which again, I'm not an astrologer. I still feel like I know as much about astrology as I knew two years ago, even though I read about it all this. Like I, I don't, you know, I'm not an in-depth person. Go to, you know, your favorite astrologer. You love Britton LaRue. Who else do we love? Johnny Nicholas. Johnny Nicholas. Yeah. Chani. Um, But I mean, like, if you want an act, a reading name, um, I almost called him Nate. Jonathan Cole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can put them all in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, But as I, well, I don't want to give away. You know what? I'm going to talk about this during the energy report because it's going to tell you what's happening. Um, But I will say that, um, um, you know, for my birthday, my friend, our friend Melissa gave me a tarot reading um, and it was like the most <laughs> wild session because literally everything she was saying, I was like, oh, my God. Like it was like, like I said, I could see it on all the different. It was like 3D, this reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so the information, it was just really coming and as I said already, Fast and Furious, and we'll talk about how, I mean, I think it's unrelated to Uranus and 
like at least this last week felt unreally. It just felt like, oh my God, like here you go. Do you want to clear things up? Here you yes. go. And this is an electrical force to help you. I didn't feel ungrounded at all. I wonder if it's because I'm oh, I'm an Aquarius sun, so it aligns with that. I didn't feel ungrounded, but I was doing a uh, lesser banishing ritual of the uh, pentagram every yeah. day. Mm. Not today. Today I just did a mindfulness meditation, but almost every day this week I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even, I mean, I always meditate every day, but I wasn't being particular about my grounding. I think I feel more ungrounded by, I, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. But the point is, I do wonder if other people are feeling this. Yeah. I yeah, in our cards. So I will tell oh, yeah. you the cards we drew. You drew um, from the wonderful. Oh, the devil, the devil, the devil reversed, and right. I drew devote from Cosmic Dancer Oracle, which was offer everything you do, offer it with love to the world. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, that I really felt because it was like I just felt like changing my website and changing what I oh. offer and in in like it felt very loving. It felt yes. like oh, I get to offer this stuff to the world. Like it just felt so good yeah. and heart opening. The mm. devil reversed. I wonder because I know that um, the devil is about the physical world. I do feel like that energy coming through mm. that electricity. Like it was about okay, there's all this spiritual energy coming through that's transformational and it is so important that we bring it into our bodies and that we yes. anchor it into the earth. Yeah. And I wonder if it was something about that with the devil reverse of just really make sure that yeah. you pull this, they're not separate, that they're, yeah. you know, you're like a lightning rod for that, all that divine energy coming through. Well, yeah, that's makes sense to me because the way that picture was, was there was a hand up and a hand down. So it felt like it was like bringing it in through. With the pentagram, which is like a symbol mm. of the elements, ex yeah. the spiritual elements expressed in the physical world. That was a weird yeah that I just said. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. And I think it's still coming along this week. Well, this is a little teaser. Stay tuned for the energy report. Oh, I can't wait. I need yeah. to know. We all need to know. We all need to know it. That's that's why not we just listen you. to Magic Monday every week because we need so, to know. That's right. That's the only reason you're unnecessary. <laughs> you want to clock out? <laughs> JK. Um, okay, so... Before we get to our questions, um, I would just like to say that I am gearing up. Um, I'm also making a lot of changes to my website. It's interesting. Like, ugh, I feel like everything goes along with the energy report this week. So, but it's just like, I'm really feeling that heart opening as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, my point being, I'm going to be offering the inner child healing class again in March. So sign up for that on my website. Um, I almost said, I almost started to spell it. H-I-G-E-S-T. Oh, highest light healing. Yeah, dot com. Mm -hmm. But just go there and there's a button at the top and uh, just click on that and you can sign up for that wait list. You'll be the first to know. Yeah, and I want to announce I am so excited about this that oh. I feel guided to offer once again feng shui consultations and more Akasha clearings. So, Tess, um, I'm so excited about this. I don't even know what, <laughs> like how why I'm so excited. I know, me too. I was surprised too when I was like, "Oh, this sounds like so much fun." And I was like, I just put it up on my website and I am just overjoyed. So, I'm glad you're feeling the feeling. I mean, too. like I'm starting to tear up. Why? Uh. It's so like I feel like excited. Yeah. Like like my heart is opening. I think I'm like connecting to the energy that you had when you decided to offer it. Like right. I and feel that's like what I mean that heart uh, opening devote. It's just yes. like yeah, I get to do this again. Yeah, but not. But it's different this time because I'm going to do it on Zoom. I actually did do one session on Zoom. Um, mm -hmm. It was a trade that I did with someone. It wasn't like I was officially offering this yet, but it yeah. worked really well. It was great. So um, I'm so just you can realizing learn. that I want to do this. Oh, cool. If okay. you want to trade. Of course. Okay. Yes, I'd love it. 
Um, but so I will not pay you for it. I just realized that's what that sounded like. <laughs> if you want to trade, <laughs> like I will pay you if you don't want to trade. Oh well, my God. <laughs> I I feel like with friends, it does feel like trading is just always feels better. Often, well, often. Okay. Well, we can discuss um, this off off right. mic. Anyway, go yeah. on. I'm sorry. <laughs> just but that's why okay. I, that's how I interpreted it. Was like we're friends. Let's trade. okay. Good. But anyway, okay. so um. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't feel like I'm friends with people that I do that I get paid by but yeah. um so if you would like to schedule go to testwhitehurst.com and you can find like at the very top when you go to testwhitehurst.com you'll see feng shui now is one of the options <sighs> feng shui and akasha clearing are options at the top of the front page but you can also go to the shop and then go to the um, category that's called sessions with Tess. So you can also learn about both those um, both those types of sessions there. Um, yeah. So I'm Great. doing one a week. And right now, and I'm going to be doing the feng shui on Friday afternoon. So yeah. right now, this Friday, still nobody's scheduled as of this recording. So if you want to get a feng shui consultation Friday, maybe you can. Do you mean Check Friday the f- February, not In this Febu- Friday? Yeah, first. Not today yeah. that yes, we're recording, which they this. wouldn't know because they're <laughs> <Yeah>. not listening. <laughs> not two days ago from when this is airing, but <laughs> if you could go back in time, maybe you could get the session today. Yeah, and if not this Friday, then there will be other Fridays available. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and lest lest we forget, tomorrow's my birthday. I just wanted to say in past time. Two days ago was my birthday. Oh, um, right. Yeah. I did. The reason I'm bringing this up, I just feel the need to share this. I've mentioned the Costco birthday cake on here before, haven't I? Have I? Mm, oh, I I'm not I really did. remembering it. I thought I, it I, thought I was going to be updating, but I guess not. Anyway, basically, <laughs> the Costco cake is my favorite cake oh. ever to be had. And the nearest Costco is a little over an hour, but I did go get it. But when I got there, I was really worried for a minute because they didn't have any of the cakes there. Oh, no. And then I went to the bakery and I was like, what's happening? And they were like, (laughs) you have to order it ahead of time. And I was like, I can't do that because that's an hour. But they were like, but the regular the uh, the regular cakes are the same cake. It's just not that big. And I. It's like, oh, so what happened was they have an enormous birthday cake that's like, I think Brett said it's like the size of like an NFL team. If they were having a party, they would get a cake this size, <laughs> which is usually the cake that I get because that was the only option. But they actually now it's even better for me, it turns out, because it's a reg- just a normal sized large cake. <laughs> I'm so glad you updated us on the size of your Costco cake. <laughs> you know, it's really important that everybody know about that. I, so, but you know what mm-hmm. I do want to know about the Costco mm-hmm. cake is what is so great about it? What does it taste like? See, you made fun of me and yet you do want to know. Okay? I shouldn't even answer you. Honestly, I should make you pay for that. <laughs> but I won't. I'll just have to wonder. I I won't. <laughs> um, here's the thing about it. It's got layers of pudding in between oh, each thing. Wow. Is <gasps> can you believe what, it? What flavor of pudding? <laughs> well, this is vanilla pudding. Oh, okay. But you don't even know other flavors. I think or... they have chocolate. Okay. Yeah, I think that's wow. it. Just chocolate and vanilla. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Like, you don't even know how much you want this until you have it. And then you're like, I don't want any other cake ever again. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. All right. (laughs) That was an admonishing noise to test for making fun of me. Um, so we're going to go to our questions now. And if you would like to ask us a question for the next time, February 11th, um, by February 11th. Did I say that word right? February. Yeah, I said it. You can call us at 828-333-7181. 828-333-7181. Or you can just email us. Oh, what? Oh, I was just going to say, also, we would love it if you would write us a review. But you weren't done yet. So no, I, I let's certainly also wasn't. talk about. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. That's okay. You can um, email us at magicmondaypodcast.com. Well, no, Magic you can go to magicmypodcast.com and click on the button that says email us. 
a yeah, question. Yeah, or you could send us an email at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And also, if you would write us a review, if you haven't yet, we would so appreciate it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, you can rate us five stars on Spotify. If you're going to rate us lower than that, ignore it. Just don't do it. Yeah, don't waste your time. No one needs to know about that. You have other things you could be doing. Like yeah. Getting cake at Costco. Not listening to this podcast and just <laughs> not going over there to the Spotify. And you know what? Maybe. All right. I guess the Costco cake is for everybody regardless if they like us or not. Oh, that's very magnanimous of me. Yes. That's mm-hmm. the word. Exact word. That wasn't <laughs> popping into my head immediately. Good job. Um, Or, yeah, but also you can either leave the stars or read, write us a review or both. On Apple Podcast. <laughs> okay. Should All we, right. What should we do first? Should we listen to um, the voicemail? Sure. Okay. Hi, Tess and Natasha. This is Leah, semi-frequent question asker on the show, but I thought I'd switch up and leave a voicemail this time, which, by the way, I had the number memorized. I didn't even have to look it up because of how many times I've heard on the show. <laughs> Which is crazy because I don't even have my own mom's phone number memorized. So, um, but my question is about energy clearing in a space or within the self, but doing it by singing. Um, I just caught myself doing it the other day. I was draw- I was drawing and um, singing along to one of my favorite bands, and I just noticed that. The way some of the words and notes were holding out felt like a vibration, and it just felt magical. And I was like, what is happening? So um, just wondering what your thoughts or experiences are with singing, um, with energy clearing. I'm very sensitive to music. I know not everyone is, but I don't know. I just thought it would be an interesting little topic. Um, so thanks, you guys, so much. And I know my sister is listening. Hey, Laura. Okay, bye. Okay, thank you, Leah. That was a lovely message. Yeah, I love that you remember the phone number. Yeah, and <laughs> it's it was one minute and 11 seconds. Ooh, that, yeah. magical. Mm-hmm. So, Leah, yeah, that I agree. Chanting and singing, those are, it's really similar because you may have heard me talk about space clearing that you can clap. Use sound Mm. to break up stuck energy. Mm. You can use a bell or a chime. Um, Certainly sound moves energy, especially when you set the intention. So, and and chanting, like chanting any number of chants can be really highly positive in a space. I mean, ohm is great, but if there's another chant that you like, you could use that also. If you, especially if you send your intention on the the uh, sound current, so singing, of course, absolutely singing, and music in general, just playing music, changes the energy in a space. It it rearranges the way the energy is flowing, mm-hmm. and then especially again if you set the intention with it. But I would, if you if you feel guided to sing in order to shift the energy in a space, definitely go with that. It also reminds me of just like how you can change your mood listening to different music and how Uh you often talk about when you clear clutter to put on the music that matches your mood. Yes. That it helps like intensify it and then move it it through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and like I was just thinking as you were talking like a church, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's very moving to be in certain it depends on the church, but like or a synagogue or any place of worship, it's, music is very moving and it's like amplifies the energy. Yeah. And I remember um, the first time I went to a Kundalini yoga space in uh, LA, I was young, it was a long time ago, but I remember really feeling that energy after all the chanting in mm, the space, yeah, just yeah. sensing the really high vibrations there in that space. <sighs> it is nice when people do it in a group. Mm-hmm. I think it's also why, like, some people really love musicals, like hearing 
like people singing together music like it's very moving for a lot of people yeah there have been studies about how dancing together in a group Mm. how it's so healing so good for your brain for your Uh, mood for your health it's Mm -hmm. interesting to know that we have that i mean rhythm and um, melody, the way that that's so tied into our humanity and that it's it's like universal. Yeah. It's really interesting. I mean, this just makes me also think about how our world forever has over, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like made overly important to the brain and like all your answers come Mm. from the brain and solving things from the brain um but really it's like the wisdom of your body and listening Mm -hmm. to it and the energy and your energetic body and all like you can heal so much tapping into that Mm -hmm. um okay so shall we move to our next question yeah, so um, Jody asks about how to stay with overwhelm instead of reaching for habits to mask it. That's what she said? Yeah. Stay. Say that again. How do, She's asking about how to stay with the overwhelm instead of reaching for habits to mask it. She says like a step-by-step mini process to navigate this crazy time. Mm. So... Um, so that's interesting. So f- that I mean, I could see that. Like sometimes when I feel um, like, oh, this is a lot. I'm doing a lot, and now huh, what? I, I should just like pick up a book and read it, or watch a show, or and those are fine to do those. But s- sometimes I also am like, but what really sounds good is making some herbal tea, taking some deep breaths, just really quieting my mind. Um, or or sometimes it's like, oh, I should I should go get some beer. <laughs> and then I'm like, but you know what actually sounds even better? Not that beer's bad. Sometimes it's great to have beer. But is that is like, let me just take some deep breaths, center my mind, maybe look out the window at the sky, listen to the silence kind of like with my inhale and exhale, tune into my body. So I feel like we can get more conscious of how we um, – how we work with that when we're experiencing overwhelm. And sometimes I do think it's great to binge watch a show or to have a cocktail, but I think having that consciousness helps us to make that choice. It could even also be like, well, first I'm going to take some deep breaths and chill and maybe listen to like some new age music or something that is relaxing and calming, maybe light a stick of incense or diffuse essential oil. Then we'll see what we feel like doing after that. Maybe it's binge watch. Maybe it's have a drink. Or maybe it's not. We'll see. You know, just to kind of have that, bring in that consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is an interesting way that she put that, how to stay with it. And because for me, when I tune into the energy of overwhelm, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot, it's very similar to confusion, Mm -hmm. which I find to be a distraction. It's like how I see it in the energetic space is just like, shh, like, you know, like static or like, like it's hard to hear yourself. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. just like, so, um, for me, I would say I don't recommend it's kind of similar to what you're saying, but I, I would reframe that away from staying with it. Like you wouldn't want to stay with the confusion or, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I think what you're saying is right. And if she's wanting a step by step mini process, I think the good way to avoid um, confusion or overwhelm is to get back to center because it's kind of like. How I would say it is like you have maybe many, one very loud inner child part or maybe a couple that are like arguing with each other and then they're getting confused and then you're getting like over, oh my God, I can't, there's too much going on and you want to come back to self. You want to come back to your inner adult so that you, like you said, like take a breath, come, you know. And what I would say is also once you're back to center, like maybe put your hand on your heart 
have some compassion for what's happening, take a few deep breaths, and then talk to, ask to speak to the part that feels very overwhelmed. See, why are they feeling overwhelmed? Mm-hmm. You know, bring that, kind of try to imagine that part is coming out of your body and sitting in front of you and just, and have compassion for it. Make sure you're not merged with it and see what it needs. Because usually if you're in overwhelm, you know, obviously there may be too much stuff going on or that part feels panicked or your inner child feels like they don't know how to handle it or, you know, something is going on there. There's a deeper thing going on and the it's gotten so, um, that part, your inner child maybe is so scared that now it just feels like I can't handle it. So coming back to that breath and sometimes, you know, it's true, like we need a break when we're in that place doing something like watching TV or something can be like, okay, I'm going to take a break from it so that voice isn't so loud and then I can talk to it. But if you're up to it, I think the most efficient way is to get back to your inner adult to feel centered, compassion, and then just have a conversation. It can be very quick. It could just be you find out that your inner child's like, oh my God, I can't handle this. It's, it, you know, and then you can say, okay, so what, what if we broke it down in these parts? It can just be like a parent talking to a child that like has too much homework and now doesn't know how to handle it, for instance. Yeah. Or that reminds me of some IFS internal family systems I did just this week where I discovered, because what happened was I was having anxiety that I could see was irrational. Like I was mm. like, oh, I'm really worried about this one thing mm. that's, I logically know we'll be fine mm. no matter what happens. But for some reason, I can't stop worrying about it. So that to me, that is when it's something like that, that's like, oh, I need to tune in. What is that? Who Who's upset about this thing when I logically yeah. know that's it's actually not a scary thing. So when I did that, I, I got in touch with an inner child part that thought she had to take care of all this grown-up stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when I told her, oh, you don't, because I'm a grown-up. I can do the grown-up stuff. You can go play. I've got this. Don't even worry about it. Don't even think about it. It's fine. Then it was like, it just, it took the load totally off. And and just that degree of clarity, like you said, it doesn't have to be um, really complex or take a really long time. Although that did take a little bit of time for me. It was a... (laughs) You mean until you talk to her or had, the yeah, whole was, conversation? It was a little bit gnarly to try to get to that part of oh, it that was. inner part. <laughs> yeah, but I did it and I figured it out. It just took a minute. <laughs> you mean because there were other parts in the way or something? Well, I did text you about this. It was it was oh. because she, the inner child was acting like an adult. So I thought it was oh, an adult. Oh, yeah. This is where it can get com- complicated. Yeah. This happens all the time by the way she was pretending to be an adult and it but then i figured out that she thought she needed to because when i was a child she didn't when we were children she had to take care of everything (laughs) she didn't she didn't feel like the grown-ups were taking care of stuff like she didn't have evidence that they were going to keep her safe or they were going to take care of the things they needed to take care of her keep her in an emotional space that was like a good healthy space for kids like she she didn't so she's like oh I have to learn to be a grown-up even though I'm six years old so that's why it took a minute for me to realize oh that's actually an inner child part pretending to be a grown-up but I got there yeah it can be a little um complicated um shout out to my inner child class because I can help with (laughs) but but it does it's not like complicated like oh god if you don't get it right then everything's terrible or something. It just won't be as effective. But there are lots of parts of us that are trying to act like they actually are your compassionate inner adult, but really they're like managers or trying to, you know. Um, but yeah, it can, it can, it can also be simple. It can also just be like, can, oh, yeah. hey, you... But when you're patient, it's yeah. it's like it's okay if it is takes a little bit of time. Yeah. It's just it's just a process of being like, well, what is that? That's like mm-hmm. that's really hurts, or that I'm really ready to get rid of that. You know, let's look and and see what's up with that. And the other thing I just want to say, the last thing I want to say is like, if you if your only practice is to be connecting to your loving self, your loving inner adult, your compassionate base, your compassionate foundation, then that's 
perfect. Because when you're centered in that, that's all that you can make the best decisions for yourself. You can handle overwhelm if it comes up, all of that. Like if you want to distill it into that one little thing. Yeah. And then you can talk if you want to. But if you're coming from that place, you're going to feel better regardless. Yeah, and it's that's the compassionate place too. Like, well, of course you feel stressed. Exactly. Everybody does, and you know you deserve to have some kindness. So let's be. Yeah. Let's, how can we be nice to ourselves right now? Okay, so we have another question, and they say, "Dear Tess and Natasha, first of all, I'm a longtime listener, and I really love your podcast. I feel like you two have become friends of mine, and listening feels like having lunch with my best girlfriends. That's nice." Uh-oh. I could go off on a tangent here about how I really like the word lunch, but I'm not going to. Yeah, it is a good word. You're right. I love that word. It sounds like what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Like it makes me want to have a sandwich. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. (laughs) I appreciate all that you share with us listeners. I have a question related to letting go of habits that no longer serve me. For most of my adult life, I have struggled with an on and off habit of smoking cigarettes. I tend to feel a lot of shame in regards to this habit because I very much value my health and I'm also a singer and I know this habit could sabotage my well-being as well as my ability to do what I love most by singing and playing music. I've quit on and off even and have even have spent years without smoking. But during the pan- the stress of the pandemic, I fell back into the out- the routine of smoking to get a moment with myself and feel the relief that comes with this old behavior pattern. I'm 25 days into my latest attempt to quit, and there's a part of me that is still longing to go back to the days of having those quiet moments to myself smoking a cigarette. I wonder if there are any magical remedies or strategies you can suggest to help me fully commit to letting go of what no longer serves me and finally move to a healthier lifestyle. I so appreciate your time and you sharing your wisdom. Many blessings. Okay. Well, first of all, I just want to say that um, I have smoked in my life on and off. I've never been addicted to smoking cigarettes. I just did it for fun. Um, And... I haven't done it now in years, Um, but what I want to say is I understand that, first of all, just like, so I want to bring like compassion to that because also when we have shame about something, it's very hard to change it when we're feeling ashamed of it. And cigarettes, there is a lot of shame about smoking. Like I remember one time when I was like 25 or something and I had a cigarette and I was crossing the street and someone yelled out of their window, Get rid of that cigarette. Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of shame about cigarette smoking in particular, like a certain kind of shame. And it comes from also like people that are very healthy, like, oh, that's disgusting. It's funny. It's also a similar shame, I feel like, to drinking Diet Coke. Mm. <laughs> like there's a lot of people that have a lot of that. But anyway, my point is just like I totally understand it. And there is something very specific about Going outside, I don't, I'm not trying to trigger you, <laughs> uh, listener, but like there is something specific about that whole experience. I'll just say that. Yeah, I that- do like it. I mean, I smoke sometimes for fun also. Still, I do. I mean, mm. I haven't now for a while, but if someone has them, I like to every now and then have a cigarette for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just totally understandable. And as far as magical practices... Um, what I would say, you know, not to like keep reiterating myself, but I would just talk to the part of you that really wants it and do it without any shame. So again, coming to it from compassion and just saying like, uh, you really want to do this right now, you know, ask her what what's going on or them. Sorry. What do they ask them? What do they want to do? Like, why do they want to do it? Um, and then maybe if you can know more specifically, like for me, it was some kind of like release, relief, as well as like, I don't know, just um, feeling being outside because I had to do it outside, mm-hmm. that totally. kind of thing. So maybe you can find some kind of substitute. And then also writing down, I always find this helpful with anything I'm ever trying to quit, whether it be a bad relationship in the past, (laughs) to write down why you're doing it. Like, what are the pros? 
of quitting <laughs> sounded funny um like at pros of smoking um but like write down all the reasons that you want this and like connect to that that will help that because when you're writing that down that's going to come from your center from your inner adult and so then that kind of brings the inner child to the um present with your present day reasons for why it is that you want to quit you know what? I didn't know I was going to say this when mm. I saw this question, but mm-hmm. um, as you're talking, I'm realizing and remembering how tobacco is – the plant is mm-hmm. very considered very sacred by a mm, lot of yeah. uh, magical practitioners in South America. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if – I mean, I'm just – I'm seeing this vision of you tuning in, you listener, the mm-hmm. question asker. Um visiting a living tobacco plant and tuning Mm. into the energy of the the plant or um if that's not possible maybe um like the dried just dried tobacco because i know a lot of practitioners magical practitioners in different south american countries use tobacco as an offering to the Mm -hmm. earth and i think a lot of traditional witches in the united states do too actually so it could be that tuning into that something about the um the spirit of the herb of the plant because that also transcends the shame you know it's like a way of just being like this is a relationship i have with this plant Mm -hmm. and how can i maybe even work with the plant spirit to have a healthier relationship with cigarettes i mean i do love that except if maybe it would feel too triggering to actually be around it like that like if it would be too tempting and yeah could, you could see feel it out but i mean i don't know there might i mean be- like you wouldn't like it depends how can like much of a tempting thing it would be to be around it like if somebody was trying to quit cocaine even if there was something right. magical about it you wouldn't want to be like go around it more yeah so yeah see how you feel like so if you don't a living think... plant then because yeah. then it wouldn't be like in this a similar form it would be like a living being well what yeah. i was also going to say is you can connect to the energy of the spirit mm-hmm, of it if mm-hmm. you don't want to like actually go. yeah so just bring it in say hello to it yeah. like yeah and ask maybe if it has something to um teach you or yeah connecting to it that way you might learn something for sure yeah and then I know you were also going to say hypno hypnosis yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done hypnotherapy for an addiction um but I know a lot of people do that it is something that people um really use and value for addictions so it might be something to check out and we do have a friend of the podcast healing yes, wave Megan hypnosis Fry. yeah mm-hmm. Megan Fry. So I'll yeah. put her in the show notes. Definitely. I mean, hypnotherapy is good for so many repatterning things. So if there is, I'm sure there is some kind of deeper pattern there, maybe. Um, I'm sure maybe. But if they would, you know, reprogram that too. So yeah. Thank you for writing in. We hope that was helpful. Um, Do you want to read one more from? Oh, right. Yes. So Karen says how to stay grounded in intense work situations my go-to is black tourmaline in my pocket or depending on the stress level i pick a stone from my stash bag to help me through i Mm. work in the healthcare industry and tensions Mm. can be high i try real hard to keep cool and present Mm. i would say first of all if you i If you're not already, do your work before, like if before you go to work, make sure you have, if this is possible at all, um, make sure that you are grounded, do a meditation, the, you know, Merkaba or the Lesser Banishing Ritual, is that what it's Mm -hmm. called? Mm Mm-hmm is a good one. I mean, especially if you're like working in an intense environment, you really want to up your magical hygiene. Yeah. You really want to make sure, okay, you're, you're clear before. I mean, there are things you can do during as well. Like always, you know, saying hello to your energy, calling your energy back to you, feeling your feet on the ground. If you are familiar with your grounding cord, saying hello to your grounding cord, say hello to present time. Breathe in lots of light throughout the day. That is a real magical cleanser. Um, 
so yeah, being aware before and then when you're done, definitely also then release any energy that isn't yours to the light, call your energy back to you again, that whole thing, just like having a real, um, you know, it's sort of, I was going to say like a, a very, um, not rigorous, but just regular, I guess, <laughs> practice of making sure you're really taking care of yourself. As Proactive. if you were, yeah, as if you were really like going into, we, I've said this before, um, how like if you're going into a challenging situation, you want to prepare like it's the mental health Olympics, just by being really careful with, okay, my, not, you know, sometimes we have, we have seasons in our life where we don't have to be as like rigid about it. And then there's seasons where it's like, oh, no, I'm going into difficult environments and I need to be extra aware of yeah. my energy. Yeah. So um, I want to add to that that I also sometimes call on Archangel Michael when I just really feel mm, like, oh, yeah. okay, this is really intense for me. <laughs> you yes, know, just yes. call on Archangel Michael, ask for him to surround you in light. Or even if you're in the middle of something where that's too much, just call on him. Just mm -hmm. call on him and sense him coming and, and helping you to feel um, – he has real fiery light. So mm. it, it's very protective and it's fiery. So it's recharging and it helps to keep – um, challenging energies out of your field. And the other thing is simply to remember now I'm breathing in, now I'm breathing out. Because sometimes like if you're in the middle, you're busy, you're overwhelmed, a lot's going on. Something as simple as, oh, now I'm breathing in, now I'm breathing out. Or even like, let me just become aware of my environment. How does mm -hmm. my body feel? Oh, there's a lamp. Oh, there's a window. Like just coming into the the, the real physical, yeah, physical reality of the moment, which breathing and breathing out or noticing things you see or ways you feel or things you hear in your environment, those are ways to kind of anchor back in. So those would be some tools. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the body's wisdom is so much more in these kind of situations than the mind. Like go if you get in your mind in that way, you can just circle, circle, circle. So coming back into the present. Mm -hmm. All right. And yes. there's just one more little question oh. here that I think is important because we are okay. talking about overwhelm and Linda wants to know how clutter and overwhelm interact with each other sure and all I want to say this. yes <laughs> is that to me the when I hear overwhelm I always think of clutter because mm -hmm. it is true that um, often if you're if this is like an ongoing feeling if you often feel overwhelmed in mm -hmm. life I would guess that there's significant clutter that could be cleared somewhere in your home or throughout your home or even in a storage space or in your car getting rid of that it is to me this is like so core such a core thing for getting rid of overwhelm for feeling serene for feeling clear for feeling empowered because I do like I think about how much it affects me just little details like that's part of why I feel so um, serene in a clutter-free space is because I'm like, oh, I can th I can manage this. What's here in this space? <laughs> like, mm. I am able to keep it clean, to know where it is. To it just there's just something about that. I think because I am so earthy, that mm -hmm. it, it helps me to feel clear and centered and grounded and and like empowered. Like I I am a master of my environment. I know where everything is. I am able, I have the mm -hmm. time and the ability to take care of it. <laughs> you know, like that is so important to me. So I think a lot of sensitive people are that way. So that is definitely something to take a look at if you're feeling overwhelmed regularly. Or as my mother said to me when I was like 15 and she walked into my room, opened the door to my room, which was very messy. And she said, don't you understand? This represents an inner chaos. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. She screamed it at me oh. and was also chaotic. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't, oh, honey, <laughs> this, <laughs> can I talk to you about this? Oh. This represents an inner chaos. Can I help you with it? No, no. She just. <laughs> well, you know, also, the, but I it was true. And that was the dichotomy of my mother. Yeah. I mean, but most teenagers. I mean, I my room was very messy when I was 15. Yeah. 
I mean, I think it didn't many, have to, but I was. She was right. Listen, she was absolutely right. There was definitely an inner chaos, mostly brought on by our relationship. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yelling at you about it was also chaotic. <laughs> but it was still there it was, was an outer chaos. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what I should have said. (laughs) (laughs) And outer. (laughs) Uh, Okie dokie. Okay, so now moving on, it is time for the energy report. (laughs) I like that one. Yeah, that's inspiring. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay, it felt like it could go on. Mm, 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 yeah. Mm, mm, you know? Yeah. To write a whole totally. song to that one. What would the other lyrics be? <laughs> oh, well, don't press me. Come on. That right now. Sing the rest of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I <wanna> hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the energy report, interestingly enough to me, is very similar to last week, only what I'm feeling into is this. It's like a similar electrical power, but coming towards the heart chakra. Mm. It's like, but it's like very much directed towards our, our, yeah, the heart chakra. And also, I would also say like the torso area, but it, where I feel like it can have some more grounding on its own rather than as opposed to last week which maybe would have required a little more grounding um it depending on how it hit you but anyway so when I felt into this it was interesting because it feels to me like an awakening like getting in these channels of awakening in the heart chakra and it could be about how you show up in the world and how how you want to put your heart into the world kind of actually like what you were talking about the devote card that I drew for last week yeah yeah um but it was okay I'll stop saying it's interesting like for me what I was feeling was like oh I saw it like um almost like a community building like how do you want your heart to be affecting your community the world how you show up in it like um, how you are connected to everybody, whether you realize it or not, from that heart and opening up to that. But when I, I just kind of played around with it a little bit and I was like, okay, I'm definitely getting that from me, but is that because I'm an Aquarius and this is Aquarius season and Aquarius is about community? Um, and But it still is, does look like it, that is a factor for everybody, but then it may, it's going to be different for everybody about what it means. So for some people, it might mean like, oh, I have to give extra care to my inner child this week and like really make sure that they feel um, supported and safe and loved and like a lot of heart awakening towards that whole process. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it can be like, you can, it's like building inner community, I'm just getting right now, like building that inner community. Or it could be like, oh, how am I going to show up for my family? How can I, you know, um, not necessarily feel more, it could be feel more connected to my family, but it could be how, it seems very personal too. Like my, how does my personal um, heart awakening want to show up? for the yeah. world, for my family, for my inner child, for the world in general. Um, so as far as like the tools and what to do with it, what I was thinking is if you could, if you have time, if you can spend even like five minutes or, you know, however much time you have, imagining that like electrical light heart-centered feeling coming into your heart. And then just meditating for a few minutes, even journaling. Well, what does this, how does this feel to me? How can I help myself more to feel it? How can I show up more for myself, for others, etc.? So journaling is such a, I mean, I know I'm late to the game, but wow, this week I journaled so much, like so much came out that would not, I wouldn't have realized if I hadn't mm-hmm. been journaling it. Just so much information. So if you're called to it, 
do that if otherwise just you know even pondering those questions like maybe when you're in the shower even after or on a walk so that it can really ruminate and um, you can get more answers Oof, I love that <sighs> I have that's what I've been feeling when I've been channeling the all the, the lightning energy that's coming through it's like it's like it it's almost like caffeine in a way of mm. but in a in a like a heart-centered way of yes this energy of like oh i get to offer this i get to do this i get to give this and and then it it energizes me yes i felt that way too i totally felt like i was on caffeine yeah i was very energizing this week and i do think you know it is part of the same energy that came in right Last week, and so it makes sense to me that, like, as you brought it in, then that next step yeah, came it's like through for you naturally. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. So now it's time for Practical Magic. So I am really excited to tell you all that. Mm, I'm excited <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> that tomorrow uh, is a new moon. It's oh, yeah. in bulk. And it's Lunar New Year. All three of these. Tomorrow, not today? Yeah, tomorrow. Today is the dark moon and tomorrow is the new moon. Oh, wait. Or is it, was it, is today um, Lunar New Year? Because sometimes it actually, I guess it is the day before the new moon. But I always think of it on the new moon. But I think it might technically be the day before. Because the new moon is like the fresh cycle of it. But then <clears throat> the calendars will say sometimes the day before. Let me see, because I do have it here as Feb. It's February 1st. Yeah. Or, which is today. Yeah. No, it's tomorrow. Tuesday, right? Oh. Oh, okay. It's January 31st at 9.45 p.m. PST is the new year. Is the new moon. The new moon. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's at 9.45 p.m. PST. Ah. But, but that's basically, but what is January 31st? That's a Monday? It's today, right? The day that this comes out. This is such a oh, retrograde moment. Got it. So it is, Jan- yeah. So it's So, January I mean, th- I'm thinking of February 1st, Tuesday, tomorrow, as yeah. this fresh new cycle of energy. Got it. So, but we did get some more details of when it actually showing up. But so. <laughs> so unnecessary in- details. But no, <laughs> no, they're not unnecessary. Um, but so in my 2022 Your Most Magical Year Yet Planner, I have some stuff Kind of a lot of stuff to read for you. Mm. So it's the year of the water tiger. This is so I always get so excited by the fresh energy of the lunar year. Mm. It's fun. The um Chinese astrology is so interesting how it's like a whole earth cycle of a full year. Mm. You know? It's just I I love the shift mm-hmm. and then to feel into the fresh energy. So year of the water tiger. We are now leaving behind the patient, methodical year of the metal ox and entering into the expansive, experimental year of the water tiger. Mm. This year, artwork Mm. and creativity of all forms will thrive. We will want to be seen and known for our authenticity and our depth. Guided by our hearts, we will move forward boldly in countless arenas, social, cultural, and scientific. In the year of the water tiger, if you want to put yourself out there and start something, for example, a band, a business, a research project, or a trip around the world, do it. This year favors daring acts related to following your heart and living your dreams. Love it. Yeah. That so, makes sense that we'd feel an extra that heart stuff to support I know. that right now. I know. So um, so then I also want to read this part. February 1st is an extra magical day. It's the Aquarius new moon as well as the ancient holiday of Imbolc and the lunar new year. Today, so this is a little magic for you. Today, light a bright red candle on your altar. Cleanse your personal energy field with the smoke from a stick of rose or vanilla incense Mm. and or mist yourself with rose water. Place both hands on your heart. Send yourself love and vow to be guided by self-love and love for the earth and all beings in the lunar cycle ahead. Take a moment to review your intentions for this year and revise, rephrase, or add to them if you feel so inspired. 
Then fix your eyes onto the candle flame. Breathe deeply as you allow your eyes to relax their focus. In bulk is an excellent day for divination, so listen deeply and be open to receiving guidance from the divine through any of your senses as you gaze into the candle's golden light. That sounds great. Yeah, so that's what to... That's what I'm going to do for magic this this week. And also you can think of burning, I mean, if you feel so inclined, burning vanilla incense, mm. rose incense, actually bringing roses, red roses into your space. Mm. Um, those feel right to me for this fresh new cycle of energy. That sounds, uh, that, that feels really good to me. Yeah. And it is aligned with the energy report. Yeah. The the kitten Jonathan is behind me. It was a little distracting because he um, is smelling all the smoke from my candle that I just blew out, and it's very cute. Aww. All right. So before we pick our cards, um, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. Go follow me over on the old Insta, Highest Light Healing. It also shows up on Facebook. And uh, yeah, that's really about it. Oh, um, you can also read about read the energy report on my body. Group. All right, yeah. And you can find me at tesswhitehurst.com, and you can find me on Instagram at tess four 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 on Twitter at tesswhitehurst on Facebook at tesswhitehurst author, and on YouTube at tesswhitehurst. And you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at Magic Monday Podcast, on Facebook at Magic Monday Pod. And there's also a listeners group, Magic Monday Podcast listeners. <laughs> yep, that's them. And uh, I think that's the places you can find us. Mm-hmm. Did you already say where they can find you? Uh-huh. Okay, great. All right. So what are you reading from this week? I think I'm going to read from The Sacred Rebels. Oh, okay. By Alana Fairchild. Okay. And I am reading from My Magic of Flowers Oracle. Great. Which you can find on TessWhitehurst.com. Right. Okay. Uh, So so I actually, I earlier was just sort of shuffling the cards just idly and a card sort of jumped out at me so I drew it earlier and it is lilac which is tune in to your intuition which is so um so appropriate for in bulk since it's a time of divination so tuning in I mean you could especially think of this on Tuesday if you're listening to this on Monday or early on Tuesday, but anytime this week, do some divination work. Do maybe you could do candle gazing. You could um, gaze at the clouds and ask a question and tune into the shapes that you see and see what stories they're telling you. You could do tea leaf reading. You could do a tarot. Did I already say tarot reading? Um, any way that you would like to tune into your intuition, maybe do some um, some oracle work. Okay. So I chose Against the Grain. Mm. There's a picky. I'll send it to you. Um, essentially, what this card is... Um, okay, well, I'll just say that... Um, You want, okay, this is what it says. You want birds to be able to fly underwater. You want love to trump power. You want humanity to relate to each other as equals and to recognize the sacredness in you and the world around you. However, sorry, you are a radical dreamer, a sacred rebel, and you bring the light of a more positive future into this world. However, this can have its burdens. Deep within you, you may feel you don't really fit in with the rest of the world. That's what this card is mostly about, how you're not feeling like you fit in. But this card, this oracle comes with a special message for you. You are someone who lives and breathes in the depths of creative waters. You need to lose yourself to the flow of music, nature, dreams, imagination, through art and literature, meditation, dance, and in sensual surrender to the sacred waters of the ocean. You must go against the grain. It is your way. You are not one of the followers, but one of the agitators. However, yours is not a force of disrespectful chaos. So it's you will find other dreamers. You will go along with it when you follow that path. So it's essentially, yeah. 
it's so uh, Aquarius new moon. That's and it's totally so true. water tiger, year of the water tiger. I mean, really, really powerful. Yeah. So I guess our message is there for you. Tune it's into your point. intuition and yeah. be rebellious, go against the grain, and yes. tune into music and poetry. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and intuition. All righty. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time.